Thanks to my god brother, CJ Motley for submitting this track, New Year's Vibe, for the theme music for today's episode. Uh, this is your Cluttered Mind Podcast, and I'm the host, Mark, Marquise, Keys, Cove, Covington, this depends on what you know me by. Anyways, so um, I had a really brief, uh, rough, rough, rough draft a while ago, and I was basically trying to explain what I was going to be doing on this show. And, I mean, I did appreciate the feedback I got. What I'm going to do from this point on, I'm thinking, for now at least, I'm going to have the episode recorded um, separately. I'm not going to do any more live things. The live thing was kind of weird. I'm thinking I'm going to end up just posting about what I'm going to cover on the episode um, coming up. I'm going to allow people to comment. Um, and that's going to be how I interact with people. Um, and unless they're uh, going to be a guest on the show. If they're a guest on the show, it's a whole different thing. But anyways, so uh, let's see. Today's topic, today's topic, today's topic is going to be about my job, TSA. So... I work at the TSA, airport security. You know, a lot of people don't like airport security. Well, actually, they're the folks that um, understand why we're here, you know, understand what we do, understand our purpose. And then there are, of course, the more, um, how do I say it? They're skeptics as well. And there's nothing wrong with being skeptical. I respect it. Do what you got to do. You have your opinion. You have a right to uh, feel that way. Anyways, so what I'm going to do, though, um, I figure every time I'm at work, it seems as though people don't get it. Like, people don't know how to get through security effectively. And I just feel like (laughs) I uh, I was talking to my fellow coworkers, and I was telling them, I was like, hey, man, somebody should give these people, like, a briefing or a freaking seminar or something so they can understand how to get through security effectively. So I was like, you know what? I don't know. While I don't have a guest on the show yet, I might as well make TSA my um, first topic. Fuck it. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you guys do's and don'ts of how to get through security. Um, Of course, I'm not going to disclose any information that is not public knowledge. I'm just going to make it easy for you guys to understand because I understand that when you get there, pressure's on, you're a little tense, you're trying to make sure you get to your flight, you know, and of course, we're barking orders and shit at you. I get it. I'm going to make it a little bit easier for you, okay? So, we're going to start from the beginning. So, you purchase a ticket. Boom. Make sure that if you're used to having TSA pre-check or some type of uh, expedited screening, Make sure ahead of time if your ticket reflects that. If you're if you're used to having a TSA pre check and it's not on your ticket, then A, it didn't um, show up this time, or B, you didn't put in your information. Now, if it didn't show up this time around and it showed up last time you flew, that's perfectly normal. It only shows up 
um, a percentage of the time because we have to make sure that we keep everybody on there, you know, on radar, even if we trust them right now. You know what I'm saying? Basically, you could be good today, bad next week, but you can't just, you know, float by every time and never get checked again. That wouldn't make sense. Think about that. You know what I'm saying? All right. What's next? You bought your ticket. You know when you're going to, you know, you know when your flight is supposed to leave. Here's the thing. I wouldn't necessarily suggest you get there two hours before, but that's what the rules say. Like, literally, the advisements always say get to your flight two hours before. I get there about an hour before. That's just me. But I also don't travel with much. I feel like if you're traveling with a lot of stuff or a lot of people, get there earlier. Because even if you do everything perfectly, the person you're the person that you're traveling with is gonna fuck it up. I promise. Happens all the time. So you get there, you know, ahead of time. Don't get there. If you get there 20 minutes before your flight, that's on you. Anything that happens to delay your flight is on you. Just understand that. No one's gonna like we as TSA, we're not gonna pull you in front of anybody. Fuck you. Should have planned ahead of time. Like the people in front of you, people, you know, everybody's here to catch a flight. Duh. That's why you go to the airport. You used to be able to go, you know, and just shop in the airport malls where they had airport malls, but guess what? Not eleven fuck that up. There's no more of that. If you're at an airport, you're there to fly or you're there to work at the airport. We know that. You don't got to tell us that. Every time you tell us that, we laugh inside. It makes us smile. We're just like, <laughs> yeah, I know. And you came late, so you must not want to fly that much. Whatever. We don't care. Don't tell us that. So, you get there in a timely manner? Cool. When you're in line... Boarding pass and ID. That's what we're looking for. Make sure your boarding pass has today's date with the day that you're flying. Make sure it's a current date. Make sure your name matches. At least make sure your first name is somewhere similar. Make sure your last name matches verbatim. I'm telling you. If it doesn't, it's going to cause a little problem. We're going to have to look at it more than once. So just... Keep these things in mind when you're ordering your ticket. Make sure that it reflects your ID. Whatever ID you plan on using, whether it's a you know, driver's license. If it's a driver's license, make sure the driver's license is valid. That means it is not expired. You don't want an expired ID when you get to, to the counter because then we're just going to look at you like you're crazy. And I love looking at people as if they're crazy. It's hilarious to me, not to them. But anyways... If it's a uh, passport, please make sure it's valid. If it is a um, green card, immigration card, anything like that, make sure it's valid. Please, make sure it's valid, you know? It's, it's not that hard. There's a little date, an expiration date. Make sure that the expiration date is not the day that you're flying. Make sure it's not the day... Before you're flying, make sure it's days after you're flying. Even if it's the next day, I don't care. It's not a problem. 
make sure your IDs are valid. Have your boarding pass and ID ready? Because if you don't, the people behind you are going to look at you and be like, damn, you're holding everybody up. Now you already fucked up the morale of everybody in the line. That's going to put you, put some tension on you. It's going to have everybody already pissy. You don't want to be, you don't want to like stir up that type of environment. You don't want to create that type of energy. So you get to the uh, ticket, uh, not ticket counter, the travel document checker. Person checking your travel documents. You had on your board pass an ID. If you have it on your phone, if you have it on your phone, I would suggest you either make sure your connection is good. I would just suggest you screenshot it. Screenshot that boarding pass so that you can have it up, you know, so you don't have to be fumbling, trying to get to make sure you reconnect to the uh, app or whatever, getting back into the email, all that stuff. Screenshot it. Screenshot it. Screenshot the boarding pass. Have your brightness up. Have the barcode or the uh, QR code dead center. Place the phone face down. It'll beep. You'll hear it. Then you pick the phone up. You immediately hand them your um, ID. If you don't hand them to hand them to uh, the officer immediately, and your name goes off of that screen, guess what? You got to do it again. See, that's the thing about holding other people up. They're gonna get pissy. You might not care if they're pissy, but if you do care, please don't do that. This is Easy thing, okay? Now, you handle your, and if you have the uh, paper boarding pass, just give it to the officer. Don't scan it yourself because they're still going to need it. They have to check these things, okay? So, hand me your boarding pass. If it's a paper boarding pass, and if it's on your phone, put your phone face down. Not hand me your phone. They will not take it. We don't want your phone because as soon as... We fumble a little bit, drop your phone, you're going to blame it on us. Of course. That's fine. Whatever. Just you handle your own phone. If it's the piece of paper, hand it to us, right? So, boarding pass ID. Got that out of the way. Now, you go around and you uh, see this belt with rollers on it. Here's what you do. You grab a couple bins. And you go as close to the x-ray as you can. Don't sit at the, um, at the, don't sit close to the, uh, travel document checker. Don't get yourself together at the beginning of the line. No, you have to go all the way to the front. Here's why. People don't like getting skipped. But people like to take their time. It doesn't make sense. Choose one. Get a couple bins. Go down to the next officer. He or she will be more than willing to help you out there. They probably have extra bins too. So just grab a couple bins, go all the way down. You're going to take out the following things. You're going to take out your electronics. If it's not a cell phone or a camera, take it out of your bag. If it's an electronic and it's not a cell phone or a camera, take it out of your bag. The only electronics that should stay in your bag cell phones and cameras because we don't care about those for right now we trust those 
everything else, take it out of the bag. Now, we don't need your cords. We don't need your chargers. We do need your uh, Bluetooth speakers. Let's take them out. You know, these things will make your process go by easier, I promise. Because if we have to pull your bag and bring it back to the front <laughs> while you're sitting over there thinking you're ready to go to the next point, guess who's going to be pissed? Not us. We're going to be here until the end of our shift either way. You're the one that has to get on a flight, okay? So, take your electronics out. If you have any food, take the food out. Keep the food together. That way, we're not digging in your bag. Even if we inevitably have to look at your food, which we probably will. If it's deep in your bag, at the bottom of your bag, guess what? We got to dig through your bag. And now, you know, there's more time on... You know, oh, now I got to pack my bag again. Nah, come on, man. If you just take your food out, that's alleviated. One less thing, okay? So, take your food out. If you have drinks, if you have drinks, get rid of the drinks. I would just suggest you drink it before you get to the, uh, to, to the belt. I would suggest you hand it to somebody who's not flying because you're not going past that point with that drink. That's, that's just how that is. Now, you took all that stuff out. Let's see, you got, your, oh, about your electronics. Make sure that your electronics are not stacked on top of each other. They can be side by side. You can have an iPad right beside of another iPad. That's fine. Don't put them on top of each other for any reason, because there is no reason. Don't do it. Just don't. Okay. What else? That's pretty much it about that. Oh, don't put your shoes in a bin. Put your shoes right on the belt. Soles of your feet. I mean, soles of the shoes down. Push them into the x-ray. Super simple. All right. So, what are you taking off of your person? So anything that's not form-fitting and it's not your um, main layer of clothing, take it off. Your jacket, your suit jacket, your uh, coat, you know, take that off. Why? Take your scarf off. Take your belt off. I say take your belt off because it's a thicker layer over your waist, over your pants, over your underwear if you're wearing underwear. Wear underwear. Anyways. So, a lot of people say, oh, you know, last time it didn't set it off. Okay, but this time, I'm telling you, don't test your luck. Just just take it off. I know, it's not required. It's not required. But we only tell you these things because we want to get you out of here as much as you want to get out of there. We don't want you standing in front of us. We don't like y'all that much. It's okay. So, take your belt off. Take everything out of your pants pocket. Take everything out of your shirt pocket. You don't have to take anything out of your jacket pocket because guess what? You're taking the jacket off. Duh. Duh. Anyways, if you're wearing like, um, let me see. If you have like a, uh, a ID clip to your pants, take that clip off. That's not your main layer of clothing. Take it off. What else? What else? Hmm. 
the best thing for you to do is not argue with what we're telling you to take off. Now, let's say you have a jacket, right? A thin jacket, one of those zip-up workout jackets, right? And that's your only layer of clothing. By all means, keep that on. We don't want to see you naked. I mean, it make our day more interesting, but no, we don't want to see you naked. We don't care. But as long as it's, you know, as long as you're wearing, like, sufficient clothes under it, please, just take it off the first time. Because if you go in there and they tell you to take it off, now you just made yourself go to the back of the line. And now you got to, you know, take it off anyway. And now you're going to be behind people. Now you're pissed. We don't give a shit. We are still getting off at the same time. Whatever. We don't get paid to give a shit about how you feel about it. We get paid to tell you what's necessary to get you through the checkpoint. You can get on your plane. You can get to wherever the hell you're going. Okay? So, you took off everything you needed to take off. Oh, if you're wearing a hat. You don't have to take your hat off. Take your hat off. Because they're going to have to check your hat anyway. So take your hat off. Now, if it's religious garb, keep it on. We wouldn't dare tell you to take off your religious garb. Do what you got to do. Anything else, though? So take it off. All right? What else we got? Told you to empty your pockets. If you have... Okay, so here's the thing about emptying your pockets. Your pockets have to be empty. Legitimately empty. Nothing in them. At all. Like, if you have cash in your pocket, right? That's something in your pocket. Take it out of your pocket. I don't want to send my my cash to the other side and I'm not over there. Somebody going to take my money. Keep the cash in your hand then. Don't put it in your pocket. Not in your pocket. Not in my pocket? No. Okay. Boarding pass. For the most part, you don't need that in your hand or in your pocket. Definitely not in your pocket. Just put it with the rest of your shit. Or hold it in your hand if it means that much to you. Hold it in your hand. Don't put it in your pocket. What else we got? So, okay. So, you put everything through an x-ray, everything's off that you need to take off. Cool. What's next? Now you go into this machine called AIT. No, it does not, you know, create enough radiation to kill you or your pregnant child. I mean, or your, um, or your fetus if you're pregnant. It doesn't. It's okay. You'll be in there for like three seconds. And, and then you're leaving. So many pregnant people come through that machine. And I'm sure they're fine. But we would have heard about it. A lot. They're probably just taking down the whole machine. So. Even if you're pregnant. You'll be okay. But you have the right to opt out. Of going through that machine. That's fine. You just get a pat down. And that's fine. We don't care. We don't dream about patting you down. No. But we have no issue with patting you down. Here's the thing though. They don't really um, have more than the people they need working 
at a time. So that means you might be waiting a second to get patted down because you didn't want to go through the machine. That's well within your rights, but that's what's going to happen. It's just roll the dice, really. What else? Go in the machine. Okay, here's the thing. There are two feet on the ground. They're in yellow, right? Put your feet as lined up with those feet as possible on them, right? And then you're going to face the little uh, display. And you're going to put your arms up like that display. And then we're going to press a button. This bar thing is going to go around. It's going to scan the contour of your body. No, it's not an x-ray. No, it's not. We're not looking at a live image of you. We don't care what you look like. Now, it's uh, scanning the, uh, the shape of your body. So anything that is outside of the shape of your body, guess what? It's going to set off a machine. And guess what that means? You have to pat down that area. So, let's say you had a belt on. And it just so happens that that belt is a little bulky. That's what we have to do. We have to clear around the waistband. Right? Which, guess what? It's right above your groin area. We don't want to do that. Don't make us do that. We don't want to do that. What else? Say, nope. Let's say you're female and you have a necklace, right? And it hangs right between your breasts, right? Guess what? That means a female's gonna have to pat down your breast area. Do you want that? Do you want that? If you want that, do what you want. But if you don't, like most people, then take that necklace, swing it to the back. We don't want to touch it. Oh, guys, don't take off your watches. Leave your watch on. That's fine. I don't want you losing your watch. Please don't take off your wedding rings. Don't take off any of that stuff. Because if you lose it, we might act like we're looking for it. We might even look for it for a second. But we're not wasting all of our time looking for shit that you should have kept up with. Because you're an adult. And if you're not an adult, you should have been with an adult. And if you weren't with an adult, then somebody trusted you enough to send you on your own. And if they trusted you enough to send you on your own, you should keep up with your shit. What else? So, for the most part, you got through, right? Um, now, so you got through that. Now you're um, looking at the rest of your stuff. Here's what you do. You grab all of your shit and you go to a bench. And then you put your stuff back on. Don't put your stuff back on as soon as it comes out. Because guess what? Other people's shit is coming too. Get out of the fucking way. Get out of the way. Go to a bench. Get yourself situated there. We can't technically say that on the floor because it sounds rude. That's why I'm saying it now. Get the fuck out of the way. It's all about getting the fuck out of the way. Get out of the way. Don't hold people up. Don't be a dick. Okay? Mm. Now, 
if you have delicate items. Here's the thing. If you have delicate items, then pack them as if they're delicate. You know? Like, don't have your laptop just kind of free-falling in your fucking suitcase, right? That wouldn't make sense. You can surround them by clothes. That's cool. Now, if you come across an officer that mishandles your property, feel free to call him on it. He or she. Call him out. Be like, hey, 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 watch it. Because if they're in the wrong, you have every right to correct them. But guess what? Understand this. We get paid to make sure that nothing dangerous gets through that checkpoint. Right? We do not get paid to smile at you. We don't. So just because we're not smiling doesn't mean we're angry. Just because we're not like holding your hand doesn't mean we hate you. We just, uh, we've been doing this a lot. And maybe the, the couple of people in front of you being a dick. So just do, do your best as we do our best to, to not let the person in front of us affect the next person. I need you to do the same thing. Just, just come with the, with the, uh, with the attitude like you want to make this shit work, cause that's we want to make it work too. So, what else? Got that. Got that. Got that. Right. Okay. So, in the event that your bag causes an alarm, that's fine. Everything can get taken care of. It's all good. Um. If we have to check your bag, don't blame us for it. You packed your fucking bag. You know? Like, if for some reason you forget a knife, which my wife forgets knives in her bag. Because I I have given her a couple knives in the past, and she would forget it. And uh, we're not going to fucking flip on you. We're not scared of knives, guys. We're just going to look at it. Well, okay, well. Here are your options. You can either, if someone dropped you off, you can hand it to them. You know, you can go back out, give them the knife. They can mail it to you or they can keep it for when you get back. You can mail it to yourself for where you're going. You can surrender it to us and know we don't keep the knives and collect them and shit like that. No, we put them in a, uh, in a prohibited bin and they take them and... Massport does whatever they want with them. I don't know. We I have nothing to do with that. We don't take them. It's really weird when, let's say, you have some hair gel and we take it from you because it's too big. And then you're like, oh, well, you can use it. No, I can't. Can't, though. When you have your full water bottle and you're like, oh, well, you want some water? No. No, I don't. I mean, I probably do, but I can't take it from you. Don't be weird. When we're looking in through your through your food and you're like, oh, you can have a piece if you want it. That's so weird. Don't do that. Like, we'll laugh. Some of us will laugh, like, to, to like, not make it awkward for you. But we hate that shit. Stop that. What else? If... 
if we have to pat down your groin area. This is mainly for the fellas, because this happens to me sometimes. If I have to pat you down in your groin area, the worst thing you can do is lean into it. Don't be weird. Like, don't push your dick into into my hand. Like, just stand still. I'm going to put enough pressure to clear the area, and I'm going to send you on your way. Don't push your dick on me. What else? You can't bring knives. You can't bring guns through the checkpoint. If you have a, if you're um, you know, a law-abiding um, carrier of any type of weapon, you put it in your check bag. That's fine. We don't we don't care. Put it in check bag. Nothing to do with us. Seeing as you try to bring it through that through that checkpoint to actually go on a plane where you sitting, where where you're surrounded by other people, that's where it's an issue. Keep that in mind. Not a personal thing. I'm fine with guns. I like guns. You better not bring it through that fucking checkpoint though. Tell you that. What else? Large sums of money? Boy, you might as well either put that in a bank account or something, ship it to yourself. Because if it's if it's over a certain amount, it's gonna be a problem. Like, we'll call the police on you. I don't know what they're gonna do with it. That's not up to me. I'm just saying. Your liquids. Gels, aerosols. Let me explain that. Liquids are obviously self-explanatory. Gels are like, uh, let's see, like pastes, toothpaste, you know, petroleum jellies, peanut butter, um, things like that. Um, aerosols, you know, and things in spray cans. They cannot be bigger. Than 3.4 ounces. You know, 100 milliliters. Like, it can't be bigger than that. If it is, we're going to give you those same options. You can either get rid of it. You can give it to somebody who's not traveling. You can ship it to yourself. You can put it in your check bag. But you can't bring it past that point, you know? Don't ask us if you can drink the water after we tell you that you can't take it any further. That's weird. We're telling you that you, you, it's, it's not making it past this point, you know? If you want to drink it, you're going to have to go back where you came from to drink it. Just letting you know. So anyways, so that, that was my uh, spiel. Now, I did uh, open up the floor to see if I could respond to any questions concerning the TSA. Even though I have a limited um, knowledge of TSA. I went through the training. I've been there for six months. But that's all I got. So let me see. My main man, Enoch Robbins, wrote. 
The TSA has a reputation for breaking instruments that are checked, either by not returning the case to a completely closed position, for instance, not locking internal compartments or snapping down internal restraints, allowing the instrument to be jostled, or handling the cases too roughly. I've seen BAM cases broken at the airport. You can drive a small truck over a BAM case without breaking it. I think it's a problem that a musician has to buy a second seat for their instruments. That is fair. Here's the thing, though. One, how much do you care about your instrument? Me, personally, I would not send my instrument to um, be under the plane. Just like I wouldn't send my dog to be under the plane. These are things I care about. Now, if you're... Okay, yes. There are people who are careless, right? But the people that throw the bags um, or the people that put the bags on the plane are not TSA. I repeat, the people who put the bags on the planes, under the planes, are not TSA. Okay? Now, if you find that your um, property is damaged, right, your property will get replaced. They will write you a check. They simply will write you a check. Now, if it has sentimental value, things like that, again, I would suggest you not send it under the plane. Do not send things that mean a lot to you under that plane. Like, I never check my bags. But I also don't travel much. But, like, I wouldn't send my laptop under the plane. Even if I didn't plan on using it on the plane. You know what I'm saying? If it's something that's of great importance to you, don't send it under the plane. Like, I would send, like, a big old suitcase full of clothes under the plane. They could throw that around as much as they want. Knock themselves out. Don't send anything that's that's really important to you under that plane. Okay? But any, um, and I, I don't work bag room, so I don't know but so much, but they, um, pretty much work with a machine. Right? And if a machine lets them know that they need to check that bag or something, or like how they're looking at it, if it, if it seems suspicious, then they have to look at it. Right? But Otherwise, they're not handling your bags. So that's more like a, an airport issue. So, and of course, if anything I say is incorrect, please, 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 feel free to correct me. I'm not against it at all. But that was that aspect. Let's see what we got now. So, what I want to do next is pose a question for the crowd. Um, for next month, maybe. I mean, for next episode. Now, recently, not recently, literally yesterday, a couple of days ago, there was a school shooting, right? And, of course, everybody seems to think they know how to fix 
this issue. Some people think it's a gun issue. Some people think it's a mental health issue. Some people think it's a white people issue. Here's the thing. I want to know more than just placing a blame on somebody else what you would do to fix this. Now, note that um, like when I'm asking this, I'm, I'm saying like you can't just say take away the guns. You know? Because take away the guns isn't enough of an answer. Honestly, because legally, yes, you can stop people from purchasing firearms, but that's what the black market's for anyway. So don't 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 give me the take away the guns. We gotta think deeper than that. We gotta think deeper than that. You can't just say mental health. Because one, mental health is still very new science. And um yes, there is much to be learned, much to be addressed. But that's a given. You can't just say mental health. You can't just say change the policies. That, that don't really say much. I, I really want to know, and I'm going to give my opinion next episode, but I really want to know what you would do to, to actually make a difference on this, um, on this front. Um... I'm not going to do the whole thoughts and prayers with people who, um, you know, lost somebody. I'm not doing that. Here's why. Because my thoughts and prayers aren't going to fix shit. So, I mean, my, my thoughts and prayers alone aren't going to fix shit. So, um, yeah. That was my first episode of uh, Clutter My Podcast, you know. Um, of course, everything is still in development so feel free to criticize feel free to to let me know things i can work on things i can change i want to do this better because i'm i'm yes i'm doing this for me yes regardless if i can learn something if i can uh, clear my own mind i'm satisfied yes of course but at the same time i want this to be a platform for other people as well so feel free to let me know what you like, let me know what you don't like, and um, yeah, and of course I'm gonna use the same track from CJ for the outro as I am for the intro. Oh, here's the thing. So I'm gonna have this posted on Spotify. I'm gonna not Spotify. Jeez, I could get it on Spotify, couldn't I? Okay, I'm gonna try to get it on Spotify, but I'm definitely gonna have it on SoundCloud. I'm gonna have it on Facebook. I have a Facebook page for this um, podcast. I have a Twitter for the podcast. Okay. Um, Twitter is the number four cluttered minds. The Facebook is facebook.com slash the same thing for the number cluttered minds. Yeah. You can also email me if you want to at uh, Marco Projects at gmail.com that's m-a-r-q-o projects 
at gmail.com. You can you can email me your music. If you want to get on the show, you can email me that. Um, you can email me uh, artwork if you want me to put your art on the page or like, have that artwork of an episode. I'll shout you out. Um, I definitely want to bring um, the creatives together. I want to. Advertise for people. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to do this. Let's let's, let's make a movement out of this. But anyways, so to appreciate you listening.